You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. Welcome back to The Strong Room. Jerry Miles is a Calgary business owner with no formal life plan in place at the moment. But she wants to talk to the McMillan folks in the new year. And this week's tax announcement may be just the incentive she needs to make that call. I had been looking for a business. I was self-employed many years ago. And this was another point in my life where I was, again, looking for something to do with independence and what I believed in and what I wanted to do. So everything just fell into place. And I was also very lucky in that their intention, the Margareta family's intention, was to sell licenses. But because I was an experiment, it didn't cost me anything but what it cost to set up the business. Because afterwards, a lot of people got into trouble buying licenses from them. What kind of business do you do? It's a women's clothing and accessory store. Uh, been here, I'm in my 28th year. I've just started my 28th year. It's, my favorite part of it is probably the accessories. And it's definitely a business. It's, you know, I'm not in a position like some women are with businesses that there's someone backing them. I've had to be a serious businesswoman all these years. So you've swept the floor, you've... Uh, Clean toilets, the, you name it, I've done it. You've done it. Now you've met the, uh, the Macmillan team, or at least some of them. Uh, tell me about the first meeting. And, and what it's led to to this point. I don't know whether Judith wants me to talk about her shopping habit, but <laughs> it was so much fun. We all know that. We, okay, so it's not a secret. It's now publicized everywhere. Uh, Judith came into the store and we hit it off. And you know what? It's, uh, it's a little bit of a sideline. It happens with a lot of people. We've made so many good friends over the years. And this is how I now feel with Judith and Jenna and Sherry. And not only did we look at clothes and try clothes and play with clothes, but we started to talk business and we started to talk women and we started to talk what Macmillan did and it struck a chord with me in terms of tax savings because I really feel I'm a slave to the government these days. I think you're like a lot of small business in this province and indeed in this country that um, uh, all you do is uh, write checks and you're lucky if there's anything left for yourself. You know what? You've got to be grateful when there is. But yes, I feel a good part of my life these days is writing checks to the government, which I understand you're hearing a lot about. What occurred to you that you thought maybe there will be a use in in having a further discussion with them uh, about what they might do for me and what, if anything, I can do for them? Well, that is a combined package and I agree with give and take. So we're going to talk further about the tax implications here. We're getting involved with something that's a little over a year away still in terms of fundraising and fashion shows and other things that the public in Calgary will be able to be a part of. So it's evolving. And it's a two-way street. Absolutely everything is in life or should be. Um, Have you started to think at all about transition of the business? I mean, will you get to, at some point, will you get to the point where you say, I've had enough, uh, I'm going to shut this down, or I'm going to look to deal it so that I can live on whatever proceeds I can generate from the sale? Uh, You're searching my soul right now, Peter. (laughs) Yeah, uh, the reality is I've got less than three years on my lease. When my lease is up, I'll be 75 years old, and I want to go out gracefully because I've seen the ugly side of it. But also, I'm the kind of person who can't sit around. I love what I do. 
So will it come down to, will I make some kind of a, a change and scale back? Or will I bite the bullet and maybe go work for someone else just to give myself something to do and come home and sleep at night? So, yes, I'm thinking a lot about that question. Uh, and right this minute, it's probably the biggest frustration of my life because I'm not 100% certain of how it will play itself out. Would I love to sell? Absolutely. It would be a waste not to. It's been a business that's been wonderful to me for well over 27 years now. Well, you're in the right spot to uh, at least talk it out, which is a big part of what McMillan, I think, probably can offer you. You're 100% right, and I really feel like I need help right now, too. You're also a line in the latest census for Canada because uh, you're part of a group of older people, of which I'm also a part, uh, that, that prefers to work, likes to work, and is still able to work. And you know what? That's a big issue these days. I mean, why retire? Why be forced into retirement? You know, it's at this point in time, and a lot of people say, I'm not sure what my next life is going to be, but I'd like a next life. Which, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up yet. <laughs> and nice, I think we all feel that way at nice times. Nice problem to have. Truly. Uh, a lot of what McMillan talks about in its work is an estate plan or what I have chosen to rename a life plan because it is a, a plan to take your life forward from a certain point uh, and, and project what you'd like to do, what you'll need to do, what you'd like to do, uh, basically to live in the style to which you would like to become accustomed if you're not already doing that. Have you thought about that? And, and, and have there been any conversations with the McMillan people about what that plan might look like when it's... We haven't reached that point yet. But it's definitely something I've done a great deal of thinking about. And I was happy to meet Sherry because it could solve some of the issues that I've been dealing with that I don't know what the answers are. So hopefully we'll go forward in that direction. And, um, you know, hopefully the, the outcome will be something where I can continue to live the way I live now because I really love my lifestyle. I have a nice life and I quite bluntly have worked very hard over the years to have it. And would like to be able to continue it. Absolutely. I presume it involves some travel. I a lot of travel. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things in the whole world. Uh, I'd like to continue. I like the type of travel that I do. I love adventures. I'm not one to sit on a cruise ship. I want to hit the ground running, which is why, as you saw earlier, I have a boot on my foot. <laughs> and it, it seems to be the story of my life. Like sitting in hotel rooms are not my idea of a good time. Uh, they're for sleeping and taking a shower. How about charitable work? I've been involved with that over the years with charity fashion shows and things like that. I also cut a great many checks over the years. I'm the biggest sucker in the world when I see floods and other natural disasters, which I find more frightening than anything. Checks always go out. It doesn't matter where they are in the world. So you're lucky enough to be in a position in your life where you both want and are able to give back at least a little. To some extent, absolutely. And I do feel a responsibility that everybody has to contribute tribute to what goes on around them. What do you want your legacy to be? That's a great question because I see many facets to a legacy and I've just written some things down here. I think that I can look at it in different ways. One, I don't know whether anyone here remembers Betty Flock. Betty Flock was the first owner of a store named May We. To this day, we talk about her. She was such a fabulous woman and beautifully dressed and had this wonderful business. And she dressed many women in Calgary of my age, particularly. And we have not stopped talking about her. She passed away a few years ago. We talked about her all the time. She was alive and didn't work. So that to me is an incredible legacy. 
there are other parts to a legacy as well. I have two boxes sitting under my desk at home that are filled with everything from baby pictures of myself to information about my travels to photographs like uh, I've been showing to you people just in the present that I have accumulated in order to do some kind of organization so that my grandchildren will know who I am. So that would be constructing the genealogical chart for your family, uh, at least as far back as yourself. Absolutely. There's a few other people throwing in because, you know, you had parents and grandparents of that too. But I really like my grandchildren who know me one way and we have they're incredible. I'm very lucky to have them in my life. But I'd like them to know all facets of it, that right now they're too young to understand. And then the other aspect of it, a lot of people think legacy, and it's like what you leave your family monetarily. I've been really fortunate in that both my kids are beyond incredible, uh, have wonderful lives. Their employers are lucky to have them and can look after themselves. So in that regard, what I've told them, if there's anything left when I don't need it anymore... They can have it, but I'm going to carry on having a terrific life. Do you ever have a conversation with them about what you're doing and want to do, about what they're doing and want to do, about the resources that you have both individually and collectively, uh, and and uh, and how what opinion each person has about how those resources should be used? It's a great question. I find my kids to be my greatest source of information. I find them the two wisest people that I know and light years ahead of me with both their business acumen and their in street smarts and their intelligence. They're, they're both incredible people. They are the first people I go to when I have a problem. When I want to discuss business with them, we discuss their business, we discuss my business. They have been a huge help to me from day one. Calgary small business owner, Jerry Miles. One of the great misconceptions of an estate plan is that it only takes effect when you die. Nothing could be further from the truth. An estate or life plan is all about what you have achieved to this point in your life and how you're planning for your life moving forward. Macmillan Estate Planning staff are leaders in this area. You can find out more about the company at macmillanestateplanning.com. There's an assortment of information on what the firm does for its clients, including timely blogs on various topics you may wish to incorporate into your own plan. It's a great one-stop shop for research on the topic. And it leads nicely into one of Macmillan's upcoming seminars where you can learn more about the process of building a good estate or life plan. The next seminars are Thursday, January 25th in Calgary and Wednesday, January 31st in Red Deer. To pre-register, call the office weekdays during office hours at 403-266-6464 or you can register online anytime at macmillanestate.com. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.